0: Thank you so much for joining me at Strengthened by Grace. This is your host, Lori Hartzog. Thank you again for spending some time with me and just seeing what God is doing in and through my life. And, and so I just welcome you, Father God. I welcome your presence, Jesus. God, you are heavenly. You are glorious, Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that my strength is in you, Jesus. I thank you, Father God, that you anoint my words, Father, that the will of God is done in my, in my thoughts, in my emotions, in my behavior, Father. And I just thank you, Father God, that you allow the listeners To have an open heart, Lord, to receive what you are saying. I thank you, Father God, that you begin to release the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus. And so right now, I just bind all distractions. I bind any demonic spirit that is trying to hinder the move of God. We bind it. You have no authority in this moment in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father God, for just releasing the spirit of God, Lord, illuminating our path, Lord, for you are a light in the dark darkness and you have said that we are children of light that we have been transferred from the from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light and so we thank you Jesus that you bring light into us we thank you father god that every hidden thing is exposed father and that you would begin to bring wholeness and healing into every area of our life where we have hidden away from you, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God, for the anointing of Christ Jesus that breaks the yokes on people, Father, that we would have liberty, that we would live in freedom, Jesus. We thank you, God, that it's not by might or power, but it is by the Spirit of Christ Jesus. Amen. So guys, I wanted to talk about, you know, in reference to the Private life versus the public life. As I spoke about last week, you know, I really believe that the celebrity culture has infiltrated the church. And I think that so many of us believe that either we're called to full-time ministry and we forsake the positions that God has actually called us to be positioned in, right? For his purpose and for his glory. And sometimes I believe that we are deceived to believe that we are called to either be, um, be in the fivefold ministry, right? To be leaders. And I do believe that God has called us all to edify, to build each other up, to be able to, um, you know, inspire and be there for one another. But something that God has really been speaking in my own personal life is that he created us, you know, we are members in the body of Christ. And thank you, Holy Spirit, for helping me. And so he gave me an image, right? That in a sense that we are members and as we are a member in the body of Christ, he is the one who chooses the function and the part that we pr- that we play in the body of Christ. And we see this in 1 Corinthians 12. And I encourage you to read that chapter where it talks about that we all have a purpose, that no one is above anyone, right? As we read last week in Galatians, that God is not a respecter of people he does not see fame or power as a substance for us to be able to be qualified you know he actually looks at the ordinary people the people that are living a life of 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 surrender unto him that are choosing to live a life for him and so he you know he keeps speaking to me about Lori like You know, going into the secret places that so many of us have become deceived that as soon as we become anointed, that we have to put ourselves out there, right? And I do believe we are all anointed if we have the Spirit of God, right? That if we are living and we are, you know, moving in the presence of Christ Jesus, it is the anointing of Christ. Like God is the anointed one. So if we have given our lives to Christ Jesus and said i choose to live for you jesus and i ask that your holy spirit would come and baptize me then the anointed one comes and moves in into our spiritual being right we are a new creation in christ jesus all things have passed away behold everything is being made new again and so i wanted to read in um first corinthians 12 where it talks about You know that we are a function in the body of Christ. And I'm going to read 1 Corinthians 12, 18. But now as things really are, God has placed and arranged the parts in the body, each one of them, just as he willed and saw fit with the best balance of function. So here we see that God is the one who has chosen the position that we play in the body of Christ if we go further down in 1st Corinthians 12:27 it says now you collectively are Christ's body and individually you are members of it each with his own special purpose and function. So God has appointed and placed in the church. So God is the one that appoints. God is the one that chooses the part that we play in the body of Christ. Now, what does this have to do with living a life of either public or private, right? Well, I think that so many of us rush the process that God wants to do in our lives, and we forsake the place that he has appointed for us because it's not glamorous, because it's not being seen. And I think about what Holy Spirit said to me. He said, Lori, if you are doing something that you are not receiving credit for or people are not applauding you or giving you feedback or praising you, I will know if you're actually doing it unto the Lord because you will continue to do it. Even if it's hard, right? Even if you are not receiving the praises of people, because it's so easy to continue something when you are receiving praises of other people, it's a motivation, right? But when you are not receiving praises of other people, that to God is a um, it's an example. It's a it's it's you're you're showing him if he can trust you if you're actually doing un- it if you're actually doing it unto god or if you're doing it unto yourself and so we look at in here that you know the lord really kept saying to me like we need to learn how to be marked by god and not just mark it ourselves when i was in martial arts and i'm going to give you an example when i was in martial arts i have an undergrad in business and marketing so i love marketing i love to promote when i find something that i am very passionate about I love to promote it. I just, even in the, in the profit and nonprofit, I did a lot of, you know, marketing, going out and speaking to people. I love to speak to people and tell them of whatever I'm promoting, right? Either it be martial arts or it be a crisis center I just, I love doing that. I enjoy telling other people about our services in our business. And so, you know, this is where God began to speak to me that, you know, we need to learn how to be marked and not just market and promote ourselves, you know, because what happens is one, we're doing it out of an identity and the other one, we're doing it out of a performance and works, right? Right. And so, marketing, like I said, is you're promoting your services, you're promoting your business, you're promoting yourself, um, your goods, right? So then, others can purchase what you are providing for them and presenting to them. So, when I was a martial artist, I had I was part of the marketing uh, department. And so in this, you know, the Lord showed me, and this is before I was a Christian. And so, you know, a lot of the time I had to put myself out there. I had to sell myself. I had to perform. I had to show the parents why I was the best instructor in the whole wide world and why they had to choose me to be able to teach their son or daughter and why they had to choose our school compared to any other school in this city, right? So there was a lot of performance. I had to perform. I had to kind of create a show, right? To be able to have their services, to have their business, right? I had to um, speak to them in such a way where I would gain their trust, where I would gain their business. And most of it had to do, had to be done through the performance. And so the Lord began to speak to me and remind me of when I was doing that. When I was marketing myself, right? And he began to show me the difference between marketing ourselves and being marked by God. And we can only be marked by God in the intimate places. It's always about being intimate with God. I think Kanye West, and I need to say this because it was that good. Kanye West said... Time is love. You put time into what you love. And I think about if that is true, if time is love and we put our time into what we love, how much time are we putting into God? How much time are we putting into being intimate with Christ Jesus, right? And not living a life of publicity, of public, and trying to strive to be a public figure. But to really understand the power of that, if we love Christ Jesus, how much time are we truly spending with Him? How much time are we spending in His Word? And so then He began to speak to me about being marked by God versus marketing ourselves, right? And in this, he gave me the story of David. In the story of David, we see that he was anointed by the prophet, you know, and the prophet missed it. The prophet didn't even recognize that God had placed his hand on David, right? Until the Lord said, this is the one, this is the one that I have chosen, right? And the the Lord told the prophet here, men look at the outward appearance, but I look at the heart, and it's always a heart issue with God. remember last time I spoke about you know that faith without works is dead, and I believe that God has given us good works to do unto him, right, but that truthfully that the work is done from the inside out because we never want to be a stumbling block unto others, we never want to not be um you know, have certain things that trigger us that ultimately may hurt other individuals, right? And hinder. I think about, you know, leaders right now that are, you know, being replaced by other leaders because they are not truly living out the gospel of Christ Jesus. There's no congruency, right? And we're not all perfect. Don't get me wrong. I am not perfect. There's things that I that I fall short of. But Nate always says, Grace is not a hall pass to sin. I do not like it, to be honest with you, for me personally, when people say, oh, it's under grace. I just give myself more grace. I understand there is power in grace, but grace is not a hall pass to sin. We are to become mature believers in Christ Jesus. In Ephesians 1, it talks about that we are to grow up in all things unto Christ Jesus, that we are to become more Christ-like And remember a couple episodes, I said that, you know, the Lord said to me, Lori, you know, I know you have a flesh, but the flesh must become the word of God. If in John, if John spoke about that, the word became flesh and, you know, and the word became alive, then we have the power to allow our flesh to become the word of God. Right, that is the promise that God has given us, but grace is not a hall pass to sin, as my husband says. Right, grace is the unmerited favor of God, and I continue to hear the Holy Spirit say that. How do we steward our grace that He has given us? I also remember that John Bevere says that grace is the empowerment of the Holy Spirit to live a holy life. I'll give you an example. You know, I'm not against drinking, I'm not, you know, but I had an issue before I became a believer of drinking way too much, and I remember I the Lord actually gave me a dream a couple years ago, um, so Nate doesn't drink at all, and um, neither does his dad, his dad doesn't drink at all either. And in this dream, I was like in a restaurant and I was in the bar about to get like a pina colada, which is not like a heavy drink, right? I was about to get a pina colada. And I remember that in the dream, Nate's dad, Tony said, Lori, if you want God to use you in ministry, you cannot drink. I know guys, right? And I was like, man, Lord, like, okay, like God is calling me to leave something in my life that may hinder the walk and the move of the Holy Spirit. Now I know that God, and and this is like really understanding and being discerning unto what is God speaking over your life? What is God asking you to begin to leave aside so that you can become separated and consecrated unto Christ Jesus? For me, that was a big one, right? It was to not drink. It was to, and we don't drink at all, actually. It's been, if we drink, it's like here and there and it's very little, but you know, it's it's crazy that as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord and that we take whatever God gives us, you know, we are obedient to the best ability and that is grace. Like that we would allow the grace, the empowerment of the Holy Spirit to allow us to live a life of holiness, to live a life of Christ likeness. You know, the world is groaning for the sons and daughters to arise. Now I think about, um, with with what I was saying in regards to being marked by God versus marketing ourselves. Many of us, you know, see that God has anointed us, right? And then we rush to put everything out, right? in In social media, to be seen, to be known, to be in the spotlight. But God didn't always or didn't call all of us to be in the spotlight. He didn't call us all to be full-time ministers. And I think about, um also how, you know, the Lord called us all individually into certain realms of society, either to be teachers, to be a stay at home moms, to be um, police officers to be social workers, um, to be, you name it, doctors, lawyers, engineers, entrepreneurs in business, even for Nate, to be truckers, to be drivers, you know, uh, to be bankers, to be creators, right? And and I think about in in 1 Corinthians 12, where God says, God is the one who chooses and appoints us in the place that he sees fit for our lives. And sometimes we fight that because we think that we need to be in another place we need to take another part in the body of Christ and we aren't fully satisfied in what God is calling us to i think about first timothy godliness with contentment is great gain that we would be fully satisfied in who we are in Christ Jesus, that we would be fully satisfied in what God is inviting us to, that we would be co-labors with the Holy Spirit in the season that He has us in, to be content in the season that He has us in, that we would not strive and perform and market ourselves to gain someone else's approval. And this is where the Lord led me to become we are either becoming priests or performers now, in the old covenant, we see that priests would be set, they would set themselves um, apart they would consecrate themselves because they were the ones that would enter. The holy of holies. They would enter the presence of Christ Jesus. And so most of the time the, the Lord was the one who chose the priest. The Levites were known to be the priest, right? So in here we see that they were the ones that would go into the presence of Christ Jesus, right? That the blood of Jesus was, uh, you know, they had to sacrifice and burn and create burnt offerings. And they were, they would have to sacrifice, you know, animals to bring into the courts. But now we see that the blood of Jesus on the cross has done the finished work. We no longer have to do the sacrificial offerings that the priests had to do in the old covenant. But now we can come boldly to the throne of grace because of the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross for my sins, for your sins. And he says that it is finished finished right it is finished when we fully accept Christ Jesus as lord and savior and we are baptized with the holy spirit god and this is where Nate sent me the scripture where it says in first peter Um, 2, 9, but you are a chosen race. This is a promise that God has given us, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a consecrated nation, a special people for God's own possession. We are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a consecrated nation, a special people for God's own possession. Here we see that we are a royal priesthood. God is known, Christ Jesus is known as the high priest, right? He is the head of the body, right? And we are the body of Christ. And in 1 Corinthians 12, we just read that he is the one who chooses the place and the function that we are to to be a member in the body of Christ. He is the one who chooses. He is the one who positions and places us in the body of Christ. Now, in 1 Peter 2, 9, we see that we are also a priest. We are a royal priesthood. God has chosen us to be consecrated, to be a people that consecrate themselves, that are set apart for God's own purpose. And how do we set ourselves apart? We set ourselves apart in the secret place. Places, in the private places, being intimate with Christ Jesus. And how do we do that? Like Kanye West said, if time is love, how much time do we set apart for our relationship for Christ? How much time do we set to pray for pray with Him, to read His Word, to worship, to admire, to be thankful? You know, and another thing that I've been doing lately is just to say, thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for this house. Thank you, God, for the clothes that you give me. Thank you, God, for energy. Thank you for my husband. Thank you for my sons. Thanksgiving is an act of worship. I wanted to go back to what the Lord was saying to me. As, as we are a royal priesthood, the Holy Spirit began to remind me of when I would market myself as a martial arts instructor. I basically was performing, right? I was selling myself, I was putting myself out there and promoting myself so that I would gain the business of that, out of that family, out of that individual. There was another minister, and I don't remember um, who it was, but it says that, you know, that the European church has become an institution, but that the church in America has become a business. And so this is where the Lord began to speak to me about either we are going to be a priest or we're going to be a performer. Now, like I was mentioning to you right now, that a priest is a person that is set apart, that is allowing the Holy Spirit to mark us in the private places. Last week, we spoke about in Psalm 139 that God sees our unformed places. He is the one who in the secret places is forming us and, and is allowing us to become mature, to Develop us to become more Christ like. Now, what is the difference between being a priest and being a performer? Well, a performer is based out of being an orphan, having an orphan spirit. And I see many of us, of our brothers and sisters, striving to do all these works. Because they feel like they need to be approved by God. That is an orphan spirit when God calls us as a son and daughter, right? And this is something that God had to deliver me from because I too was an orphan. I too was performing my way into my relationship with Christ Jesus. So in Matthew 7, we see that many of them, you know, came to Christ Jesus and said, Didn't I do this in your name? Didn't I do this ministry in your name? Didn't I cast out demons in your name? Didn't I do this, right? And here we see that the main focus is works. But what did Christ say? Get away from me. I never knew you. And what does God want? Us. He wants to know us. He wants us to know Him, but we can only know Him in the private places. One of my prayers has been, God, let the voice of the Holy Spirit be loudest in my life. But how can I recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit if I don't spend time with Him, right? How can I know who God is For me, for ourselves, if we aren't able to spend time with Him, if we are not setting ourselves apart and allowing the Holy Spirit to bring, to to justify, you know, to bring, to sanctify us and to set us apart and to consecrate us and be marked by Him, if we won't allow Him to form those unformed places in us in the secret places. Now, I also think about in Esther, where she was afraid to go into the inner courts, right? She didn't understand the favor that God had given her with the king. So what did she say? Let's go out and do a fast, right? Let's go and begin kind of to do the works, right? To prove myself, to show myself approved, now, what is what is the main thing in a performer and an orphan? It's really the need to prove who we are. The need to prove that we we are who we say that we are because we don't truly or have not truly accepted who we are in the kingdom of God who we are as sons and daughters. As a performer, we see, and as an orphan, we see ourselves having a self-preservation. We need to protect ourselves, right? There is a need to protect ourselves because we don't feel like we are being protected. An orphan first came initially through the fall with Adam and Eve. The self became the center of the way that we live, right? And so in in as a performer as an orphan we see that identity is based on efforts the identity is based on works I, you know, as a performer, we are full of fear, anxiety, insecurity. And then there's also a high in spirit of being independent. I don't know about you, but for me, I had and I struggled with that. I grew up with my mom being a little bit of a feminist. So she always would say, I don't need a man. I don't need any help. And she would, um, she would give kudos to us if we were independent, right? She would, um, see and push for us to be fully independent from her. However, God never created us as a feminine form to be independent. You know, this um cultural belief that, you know, boss ladies being independent, I'm an independent woman. Well, initially the Lord created us to be helpers. He never created us to be independent. He de- created us to be dependent on the Holy Spirit right and so we struggle with and instead of asking for help and being vulnerable then we end up uh, we end up hiding we end up denying our pain when situations arise we run we hide or we just ignore the situation like it's not there one of the biggest things when it comes to being a performer has to do with the belief of having to provide and protect oneself. We think about, you know, creating the fig leaves as Adam and Eve did, where they, they did not want to be seen by the Creator. They were hiding from our Heavenly Father because of what they had done, right? And the main focus of a performer is to win favor it's always to do an action it's always to prove oneself it's putting efforts on works the thought of a performer is i have to perform or give it everything i have to be number one and there's an inner competition with others to stand out at all cost, right? And so we look at that this is not how Christ Jesus created us to be. And I think about, you know, that most of us have gone through this either being a performer or, you know, coming into a priesthood of Christ Jesus, that we would understand who we are in Christ Jesus, right? And so I think about, you know, um, instead of being superficial seekers, that we would truly set aside and be, and and become mature in our belief and in our faith, growing up into all things unto Christ Jesus, that we would lay ourselves down and surrender and allow God to position us and appoint us to the position that God has created us for in the body of Christ. That we would not allow this cultural cultural belief of a celebrity to infiltrate the body of Christ, thinking that some of a Some are above others, that some are more significant than others because God is not a respecter of people. He does not see fame or power as something for us to be able to be approved. He already calls us approved, right? And so God is calling us to become priest, to be a royal priesthood, a nation set apart for his holy purposes, Right? And we can only do that when we are being marked by the Holy Spirit in the secret places where we are able to distinguish the voice of the Holy Spirit for ourselves so that the voice of the Holy Spirit inside of us can be the loudest in our lives. That we would not be hungry to receive the praises of people, but that we would be content knowing that our Heavenly Father sees us and sees what we do in secret. That, you know, when we pray in secret when we fast in secret that he will in due season reward us, right? And I think about um in thank you Holy Spirit I think about in Psalm 75 where it says, When I selected in appointed time, I will judge with equity, says the Lord. The earth and all its inhabitants of it melt in tumultuous times. It is I who will steady its pillars. That's a whole new message, right? I said to the arrogant, do not boast. And to the wicked, do not lift up the horn of self-glorification. Do not lift up your defiant and aggressive horn on high. Do not speak with a stiff neck for not from the east, nor from the west, nor from the desert comes exaltation. But God is the judge. He puts down one and lifts up another. And I think about here that God is saying promotion does not come from the east or from the west. Promotion comes from God. But promotion can only come into our life when we are allowing the Holy Spirit to position us and place us in the position that God has chosen for us and to not be deceived that one is better than the other, but it is God who chooses. Sometimes we put too much power and emphasis on other people to choose us, right? When God says we are already chosen, we read in first Peter two, where God says we are a chosen nation, a royal priesthood set apart for the holy things that God has appointed for us to do. And so if we would only be obedient to do what God is asking us to do in this season, that we would be set apart in the private places, that we would not boast and put ourselves in the in a platform that God did not call us to, right? And I think sometimes instead of striving and performing that we would truly understand who we are in Christ Jesus and how do we do that it is by going into the private places I'll give you another example it's understanding in proverbs um 31 it talks about that our place is strong and secure it's understanding that the place that God has chosen for us is best. It's understanding that God does not withhold anything good from us and that maybe he is developing something in us to be able to be ready in season, right? In the Bible, it says to be ready in and out of season. And it's understanding that we would allow God to develop the process, to allow the process to take place, right? I think about, you know, sometimes it's not about that we are ready, but it isn't that other people around us are ready for what God wants to do in our life? Is our family ready? Is our husbands ready? Are our husbands ready? Are our wives ready, right? What is it that God wants to do in our lives? And allowing to fully be humble enough to surrender to the process that God wants to do in our lives through the place and position that He has chosen for us in the body of Christ. Guys, I really believe this is the time for us to come into maturity, into all things unto Christ Jesus, that we would become more Christ-like. Now, this doesn't mean that, hey, I've been a believer for over 25 years, or because I've seen a lot of believers that have been proclaiming or saying that they are Christians, but yet they are still full of bitterness. They are still full of prejudice uh, prejudice. They're still full of anger. They are still full of, you know, all of these things where it says that if we are children of the light, that we would bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And what is it? It's peace. It's patience. It's long suffering. It's joy. It's love. And we can read that in Galatians. right? Right? And how do we know that we are doing what God wants to do? We know it by understanding that we are bearing the fruit of the Spirit of God. Through intimacy, there is no striving, there is no marketing ourselves, there is a sense of being marked by God, that we are being led by the Spirit of God. That if we can fully say, God, am I doing this for the praises of people or am I doing it to bring glory to God? And that's a heart issue, right? I think about the story of David that God anointed David. And I believe it took 40 years for, God to become, for David to become king. So if there was a process there, sometimes the Lord takes us through the process to be fully prepared for what God has called us and the position that God has called us. I think sometimes we rush the process so that we can we either feel like we're falling behind or we feel like we miss the mark or we feel like you know We just need to put ourselves out there and we rush the Holy Spirit to do, you know, to do what we want him to do instead of adjusting to the Holy Spirit's working in and through our lives and being patient with what God is doing in our lives. And I am so guilty of it. And this is why God began to explain to me like, Lord, uh, Lori, like, This is why it's important for you to go into the secret places to be marked by my spirit because I want to develop you in the secret places. I want to make sure that when I promote you, you are ready for what I'm going to promote you to, right? And sometimes it's not, and this doesn't have to do with platforms. This is just being even more Christ-like. Right, like right now that I'm I, I'm a stay-at-home mom and I'm here with my voice. I was telling my sister, like st- being a stay-at-home mom has developed and allowed me to develop my character because it tests my patience, it tests my kindness, it it's testing me, right? And I am seeing how God is using it to develop my character, to be refined so that we can be gold, right? And I think about that. We would take the word of God seriously and understand that God has chosen us, that we are a royal priesthood, that he is calling us to be set apart, to be consecrated, to go into the holy of holies excuse me, to come boldly to the throne of Christ Jesus, you know, not by our own works, but by what Christ has done in our lives because it is finished, that we would steward the grace of God in our lives and not just use grace as a hall pass to sin, but to truly become a light in the darkness, to live lives of humility and holiness unto Christ Jesus, to be obedient to what God has called us to do in this season, right? Because promotion comes from God. God is the one who chooses. He is the one who appoints and position us in the body of Christ and that we would rejoice for our brothers and sisters, that there be no rivalry, right? Because I think rivalry and competition comes from Believing, like having still an orphan spirit. And I think about, you know, there are other people, as we read in last week's message in Philippians 1, where it talks about that there are people that do preach Christ Jesus out of a competitive spirit, that do preach Jesus out of a misguided ambition, but some preach Jesus out of a loyal spirit, out of a pure heart, right? And so it's understanding that what is god calling us to do in this season what um thank you holy spirit another thing god wanted me to remind you guys sometimes it's not about building a new thing but it's who can we serve through the giftings that we have, who else can we come underneath and learn from, right? Who can we serve, right? What did God say? I didn't come to be served. I came to serve. And sometimes we forget to understand that simple truth that Christ Jesus didn't come to be served, right? But he came to serve right so who can we begin to serve and go underneath and help and 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 kind of learn from right Sometimes it's not about building a new ministry, doing a new thing. Sometimes it's about, God, who are you calling me to serve in this season in my life? Who are you asking me to go under that I can use the gifts that you have given me to serve this other person instead of serving myself, instead of self-promoting myself, instead of marketing myself? What gifts have you given me that I can use to come as a servant to another person that you have, you know, placed in my life. Christ said it himself. Jesus didn't come to be served. He came to serve. And so I thank you, Father God, for giving us the spirit of wisdom and revelation. I thank you, Father God, that you are Holy Father. And so I thank you, Lord, that holy be your name, God, that your kingdom come, that your will be done, Father, that we would become aligned to what you are asking us to do in this season. I bind the demonic spirit that comes to steal, to kill, and destroy, Father, because you came to give us life. You came to give us life in life more abundantly. You came to give us an identity as children of God. I thank you, Father God, that we can go into the holy of holy like Moses did that we would leave and go into the secret and private places in Christ Jesus Father where we can receive the glory of Christ Jesus that it would not fade like it did for Moses but that the glory of Christ Jesus the Holy Spirit would be seen in and through our lives even to those closest to us Father I thank you Father God that you are the God who sees everything you are the God who sees our heart Father so I thank you father god for allowing there to be healing in the heart in the places where you see that we still need healing in our hearts father forgive us father god Forgive us, Lord, of our sins, known and unknown, Father. We thank you for the blood of Jesus that cleanses and washes away our sin, Father. I thank you, Father God, that love is patient, love is kind, love is not bitter, love does not boast, love is not envious. So I thank you, Father God, for baptizing us with love, Lord, that we would fully come to an understanding that we are children of God, heirs a royal priesthood, a chosen nation, Father, that you are calling us to do good works out of our faith being expressed through love, not out of marketing ourselves, not out of performance, not out of boasting, Father, but out of simply that we love you, Jesus, that Jesus would be glorified, that everything we built would be built in and through Christ Jesus not in vain God I thank you Father God that the Holy Spirit begins to solidify your sons and daughters identity that your the Holy Spirit begins to bring clarity and order where there is you know confusion where there is disorder God I thank you Father God that you begin to give us a greater revelation and awakening to who we are in the kingdom of God what is the position What is the place that you have chosen for us that we would understand the place and position that you have chosen for us in the body of Christ and that we would be content understanding that you are the one who appoints, you are the one who chooses and that we would be fully satisfied with the place and position that you have called us to in the body of Christ. That if you called us into the private places that we would be faithful God in the private places places, that if you called us into the public place, that you would be faithful in the public uh, places, Father. And so I thank you, Father God, that you do not allow us to place ourselves on pedestals and on platforms that you did not call us to, but that you would allow us to understand where the Holy Spirit is guiding us to. What is the Holy Spirit uh, inviting us to, Father, that we would go into the secret places of the Holy of Holies and allowing the Spirit of God's voice to be the loudest in our lives, that we would be able to discern the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives and the voice of the Holy Spirit in our lives. I thank you, Father God, that you have promised in your word, Father, that you clothe us with strength and dignity, that we that our position is strong and secure, God, that we can smile and be joyful at the future, knowing that Jesus is Lord, that hope of glory is inside of us, Father, that greater things are to come, that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world, God, that there is no one more important or less than, but that we all matter in the sight of Christ Jesus that you do not withhold anything good from us father that what we are living right now is your best for our lives and if there is anything any sin that is hindering the move of God in our lives that you would begin to speak to us Holy Spirit that you would begin to cleanse us that you would give us the grace to remove this sin that is blocking the move of the Holy Spirit inside of our lives either be bitterness either it be jealousy, rivalry, anger, Uh, fornication, adultery, God, whatever it may be, Father, I thank you, Father God, that you begin to reveal to us the sin that is blocking the move of the Holy Spirit, but that you would prepare us, God. It is the kindness of God that brings people to repentance, so thank you, Father, that you release kindness into our life, that you are a good, good Father, that you love us all, Father, that we would see ourselves the way you've us us that we would be baptized with the liquid love of our heavenly father baptize us with love that we can fully say we love God and we love people father I thank you father God that you are for us and you are not against us that you love us God that you love and desire that we would be intimate that we would go into the secret places where we can know you and be known by you in Jesus name